This episode is brought to you by Sherpass Books and Kitli Official Philippines. Sherpass is an online store that helps college and law students around the country to have physical access to reading materials. The store guarantees to have the lowest price across all stores for purchases of almost all law books you can think of. They also offer school materials such as pens, highlighters, and many more. You can visit them through their stores in Shopee and listen to this podcast until the end so you know how you can avail of the discount vouchers they specifically made for this podcast. Kitli Official Philippines is a manufacturer of premium quality bags, pillows, keychains, magnets, and wallets. Trusted by thousands of clients, big brands, and even celebrities. Listen to this podcast until the end so you know how you can win this episode's giveaway of two custom JBLC and the in-between podcast pillows from Kitli Official. Our first speaker for today's episode is a graduate of the Ateneo School of Law, a partner in CDM Law, Professor of Labor Laws, and the Chair of San Beda University Manila's Legal Management Department. Ladies and gentlemen, no other than the one and only Attorney Michael Daginad. Hello everyone, and um, thank you for inviting me to your podcast. Di ba pag-podcast dapat informal? But hello everyone, I'm so glad that you're taking time to listen to me. To this um, episode of, of, of this podcast. So, Attorney, how's um, the pandemic going? Okay naman po kayo sa house? Well, um, uh, pendulum siya eh. One day you're okay, the next day you're not. And then um, the next day you, you think that um, pandemic is going to end. Then a week after, um, hindi pa pala. And dami pa lang pwedeng mangyari. So, I'm just taking everything in stride and taking everything... One day at a time, but hopefully by the end of this year, the start of, of next year, um, uh, we, we could probably confidently say that we're, we're better off than, we, than when we started the pandemic in March of 2010. Sana, sana. That's what I have in mind now. Yes, Father. So, um, meron lang pong nag-ask ng questions, nag-gather po kami from some people. And yung una po, at least in relation to um, Teachers Month po, kasi October is the month mm-hmm. for teachers. When you were younger, around maybe your ano po, siguro, teenage years, did you really want to become a teacher or a professor? Po? Teenage years? Yes, Father. Um, I really don't think that I really, really wanted to become a teacher, although I've always been drawn to professors whom I really, really like. There were professors na, na, sobrang, naging, na sobrang naging idol ko from, from grade school to, to law school. Sorry, may umiiyak yata. Narinig niyo ba? Sorry. Um... Uh, I, I've always been drawn to professors who are wise beyond their years, who are who are um, knowledgeable of their subject matter, not just in what's in the textbook, but um, outside the textbook. And um, professors who were really passionate about what they were teaching. I've always been drawn to them. Although, um, me being me, I just look at them from, from, from the outside. But I have a list of, of favorite professors. And no, I really did not think that I can be a, I can be a teacher um, in their league. But I think um, when I started, because I accidentally faculty and no one was taking in. But um, the moment I was in the classroom and I saw how um, how students would hang on to the next word that you're going to say. I think I was drawn from that from that moment forward. Okay, Pater. And 
I, I that that was supposed to be our next question for now. What made you choose to become one? But uh, is that yung attorney? Because uh, you mentioned kanina po na it was a bit accidental lang po yung yeah. nangyari, na you have to replace it. But um, another question would be, what makes being a professor and the chair of our department unique? I always say this even during um, uh, administrators' meetings that um, I'm always proud um, to be uh, the chairperson of the legal management department. It's, it's, it's a source of pride that I'm, I'm, I'm chair of a group of students who are receptive, who listens to instructions, um, who know their stuff, etc., etc. Um, madali ang maging chair ng legal management department because um, uh, there's a, a presumption that everyone has a certain level of comprehension na, na when I give out notices or when I talk to every batch during batch meetings, right away, pag kasinabi ko na ito yung, ito yung uh, this is where we're coming from, for so long as you'd be able to explain the problem thoroughly, um, the students will be able, uh, the legal management students will be able to see right away why you're veering into that kind of direction. And, and I'm always grateful for that, na medyo mabilis ang comprehension ng mga tao sa department na. Yun. Okay, Tristan? So, um, having been in the practice for, for many years now, um, were there yeah. any childhood interests or dreams that you were never really able to explore but, you know, you still think about from time to time? Oh, naman, oh, naman. I, I've, I've always thought that um, I know how to write. Um, uh, sinabihan ako ng professors ko ng English when I was in grades uh, in high in grade school and high school that you, you can write and then um, when I was editor in chief of school papers tapos nung nung nagpractice ako I, my 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 bosses the first thing that they brought, uh, that they always notice is that um, marunong daw ako magsulat parang you know you can write you really can write that's what I that's what I was told repeatedly so um, if I'm no longer busy with working for um for a living, kung hindi na ako busy sa pagiging abogado, um, I, I'd want to venture into that again. I'd want to I'd want to write not pleadings and not um appellate briefs which I submit to the court, but yung mga free writing which I do which I did when I was when when, when I was a kid. I, I'd really want to go back into that. Pag, pag hindi na issue yung money and um nagretire na siguro ako. I, I really don't know. I really, don't, I really just want to go back to writing. And, and okay. I think um, one of the good uh, na manifestations, si Attorney Buck, for example, nung nag-draft kami ng letters, for EVP letters ng JBS, tapos sobrang intense yung pag-revise niya. Tapos sabi niya, nako, mapapagalitan tayo ni Attorney Mike if hindi ganito ka-planchado yung letters natin. Uh, okay. So I think that just shows na super ano talaga. Yeah, they, they know that, they know that na medyo pagkakagod yung mga letters na hindi maayos yung pagkakadraft. Yes, po. Mm. Very, ano, attorney by. I, I remember, eh, pag tumatambay kami lagi sa office ako sama si attorney by, tapos kinakausap namin siya. He would always, you know, give us like Shakespearean quotes na parang pag binibigyan niya kami ng uh, life advices, it, it always comes from Shakespeare or other famous English writers. Kaya nga parang... Kasi kaya kaya nga, yan, maging literary, literary profe- literature professor. Nung bata kasi ako, um, before, law, uh, before law books um, got in the way, I really was a voracious reader. Pero nung, mag, nung magsimula na ako mag-aral ng batas, kasi, di ba, parang hindi ko siya natatapos eh. Kasi, I, 
yun yung problema ko. Sana hindi yung problema. I really need eight hours of sleep to be able to function well. Akala mo going child, but even in law school, I really needed eight hours. Pag eight hours yung sleep mo, hindi mo talaga matatapos kasi yung mga classmates ko were sleeping four hours lang and I was sleeping eight hours. So, I really didn't have time to 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 finish all the cases. So, where will I find time to to read all those books that I really wanted to read? Yun. Ayun po, Atheli. And although, baka na-intimidate na yung ibang ano, nakikinig, Hindi. like yung first years, uh, malayo, Atheli is not super strict or hindi siya. Maybe in the classroom, pagpasok niyo sa, for example, sa labor class, you will do what you have to do and kailangan alam mo lahat ng dapat mong arali, na-study mo lahat. But outside the classroom, Atheli Mike is probably one of the most, uh, the friendliest na uh, professors na nagkaroon kami. Ikaw, Tristan, do you have any ano, experiences with that or any like outside the classroom? Very, um, out, yun nga eh, very, he's, he's the most friendliest. Kaya I, I remember, di ba, nung face-to-face classes, Attorney Mike always has this open-door policy na anyone from the department can enter the legal management right. office. Yun yung isa sa mga pinaka nagustuhan ko nun. Kasi, di ba, sa ibang departments are like, pag sinabi mong depth chair, pag sinabi mong office ng LM, talagang, very very strict yung rules but uh, attorney mike has an open door policy and that's one of the many things that i love about him is that you can always come to him and you can chat with him with you know anything under the weather and you guys can really have a good time that's... yeah and 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 Tristan, thanks you for reminding me that um pagka, pagka, that's actually one of those things na downers ko with this pandemic um uh truth be told when i was when when there was still no when when life was still normal in in 2019 and, and before that binibilisan ko yung hearings ko and and meetings ko sa sa Makati so that by one o'clock or 12 noon nandoon ako sa LM office and i really really look forward to students coming to the office telling me what what um what bothers them or what's bothering them or whatever so pag pagka pagka free na free na uh, tayo ulit to to see each other and to meet um yung mga legal management students diyan um the legal management office is always open for you you can come in at any time and you can um chat to me about anything under the sun okay lang talaga pati love life i i look forward to hearing, i look forward to hearing those heartaches and um yung mga kan yung mga um uh, love conquests kung meron man <laughs> yun Ayan. Um, yun niya, um, the LM department is like a family as well. Siyempre, yung father niya is attorney Michael Daginot. So if you have any like problems, minsan I just go to the LM office, then makikipagkwentuhan lang. Even it's not like super na you're gonna talk about labor law. Siyempre, hindi naman gano'n. Outside the classroom, attorney Mike is very, very, very friendly. And you can talk with him about anything talaga. And attorney, what would you advise? Um, kasi you mentioned... Before uh, earlier, na your entry to the legal education field is a bit of accidental, lang. So, what would you advise for students? Na like right now, they are very decided to be an educator, but they are like a bit scared, lang. Na baka one day masadu silang mapagod or baka di nila mapagbalance yung career nila in the practice of law and legal education. What can you advise sa kanila po? Um, I, I think. Bottom line, yung mga nagplan talaga to teach while they were while they were practicing as a lawyer. I think calling talaga siya. Na um like you know Carlo, like um Dove, like um, Jeff or or Bob. Um, they really set their sights on this. Na um na they'd finish law. They seen a Jeff. 
I think there are really set their sights in this. Um, they they wanted to to finish their law degree and then practice law, but at the same time they really wanted to teach. So content um because teaching because it's it's like giving a part of yourself to to the students that um you that they learn what you know and you're able to emphasize those things which you think are important. Because sobrang dami ng di ba ang ang pag-aralin pag niyo yung buong labor code ng books one and book two. Sobrang dami, hindi matatapos sa isang set. But I think um the role of the professor there would be to 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 pinpoint which ones are most important both in practice and in the bar exam and in law school. Yun. Um lastly, what will be your advice for the first year and until the fourth year? students of our department now and of course the upcoming batches papo to LM I think parati ko naman sinasabi to and 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 I always say this um there's still no substitute for hard work wala talaga eh kasi kung meron kung meron sa labor niyo pa lang sinabi ko na diba na pag-iipunan ko yan bibilihin ko yan sa, sa mercury drug kung meron lang um a, a a medicine or a drug you should take in tapos alam mo na kaagad yung labor code or ilalagay mo lang yung tenga mo dun sa labor code books one and books two tas na Books one and two, tas na-comprehend mo na siya. Kaso wala eh. There's really just no substitute for this. You just have to go through the cases, read through the provisions, understand the provisions, read again until you'd, you'd be able to understand and to master and, and to master those concepts. Wala eh. Um, ganun lang talaga eh. There's just no other way to do this but 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 that. And um, to those na um, nagsasabi na ang hirap because it's online, um, uh, totoo. Pero when we come to the face-to-face classes. Mahirap pa din talaga siya. Um, hindi siya dadali kasi naging, naging face-to-face. Or hindi, nag, or hindi naging masyadong mahirap yung subject kasi naging, naging online. I, I think um, the, the subjects by themselves, whether taken online or face-to-face, are very difficult. But, but you know, what I, what I always say, pag mahirap yan, hindi trabahuin mo. Trabahuin mo. That's just the way to do it. Although, Ang maganda rin naman pag face-to-face kasi after a bad recitation, you can hug each other or, you know, you can cry with your friend or um, pag, pag Sabado ng gabi, pwede kang gumimik, diba? And um, forget about that bad recitation which, which really doesn't happen now on, on an online setting. Pero kung ang pag-uusapan nyo ay yung concept, mahirap siya oh, kahit online or kahit face-to-face, believe me. Kung ipapamemorize ko sa inyo yung rights and obligations ng members ng, ng union, A to P talaga yan, mula, mula face-to-face hanggang, hanggang online. Hindi yan magbabago. Hindi yan pag, dahil, on, uh, dahil face-to-face na A to E na lang. Hindi, A to O talaga yan. Ganun, uh, A to P talaga yan. Ganun, siya ka, ganun talaga siya kadami. So, um, concepts-wise, uh, um, difficult talaga siya. Hindi, hindi nag-change yung degree of difficulty. What changes probably is, you know, um, kasi uh, ang parati kong sinasabi mula law school was to study hard and to party harder. So, alam yun, wala, na, wala kasi tayong party harder ngayon kasi um, dahil because of the setup that we're in. Pero pag pwede na ulit, you know, study, study really, really hard from Mondays to Fridays or Mondays to Saturday afternoon. And then, party hard on Saturday night. So, not too hard para hindi maka- maka-aral ka pa rin sa linggo. You know, and just take everything um one day at a time and one week at a time. Baka pagalitan ako na ito yung sa mga sinasabi ko. Pero, yun, 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 yun talaga, yun talaga. Um, um, I, I really think that um, you need to rest after a, a whole week of, of hustling, diba? Yun, yun lang. Yun, tama naman. We should balance our life and work. Kasi sabi nga nila, um, our time ngayon, our age, is not only 
the peak of our you know our intellect but it's actually still our youth as well so we oh. have to unleash our inner youth <laughs> yeah that but in talaga natin and the future naman may enjoy pa rin um, thank you so much attorney michael daginod attorney mike is our department chair and if you need anything from him is very open and we really hope that one day makikita ulit natin si attorney mike and mahahag na natin siya sa face to face life okay? looking forward to all that Hi. For this part, we have with us a practicing lawyer, a JBLC moderator, a professor of public international law, international trade laws and practices, and many more subjects, and a homegrown lawyer of our department and our university's College of Law, Attorney Luis Voltaire from Formaleza. Hello, Attorney. How are you doing, Po? I'm doing great, Kim C. Thank you, Attorney. So... We gathered some questions that are related to the Teachers Month, and we have two questions for you for this episode. First is that, did you really want to become a lawyer professor when you were younger? Or did the young attorney Bok really wanted or nakikita nga na na, oh, in the future, I will become a professor? Parang ganun po. <laughs> Parang ganun po. Okay. Um... As far as my recollection can go, um, I initially did not dream or think of becoming a lawyer when I uh, grew up, no, when I was still small. Um, when I was in preparatory school, I can still very much recall in our yearbook, it says there, what do you, what do you want to become? And um, I specifically mentioned that I wanted to become a geologist. Or a sailor, mainly because I am into watching national, the National Geographic Channel, Discovery Channel, and I'm fascinated with dinosaurs. And then when I was in grade two, I saw a book about the Titanic, and uh, I became obsessed about ships. So I wanted to become a sailor and then geologist. Later on in my life, I felt that. Um, my decision to eventually take up legal management and pursue law school was influenced by the environment that I'm in. Um, as somebody who has been um, performing well in school growing up, and both in grade school and in high school, um, the societal construct was if you're somewhat good in reading and in communication, you can take up mass comp, policy, and then eventually you go to law school. So when I was in high school, um, uh, a superb lawyer who took up legal management from the Pontifical University of Santo Tomas by the name of Arlene Maneja, topped the bar. Okay, and I was inspired by her story. And then I researched about the legal management program. And then I learned that it was a good preparatory course for those who would want to proceed to law school. So I took up legal management. In San Beda University, well, it was still San Beda College back then. And then, yon. Um, after a few years, I proceed. Uh, I, I went to law school. But Kim C, um, just a just a reference point. No, um, after graduating from college, my first job was actually as a teacher. Okay, so I taught in an international oh. school. I taught history, theory of knowledge, and then 
after two and a half years, I decided to become a working student and pursue law school. So there you have it. So I think it's really in me um, to teach. Yun. So parang yes, I, I find satisfaction <laughs> in teaching. And, 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 I mean, iba yung satisfaction when I see students getting the lesson and understanding the lesson. So, yon. So, sabi ko rin, uh, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a form of giving back, I've always admired my law professors, those uh, um, professors who graduated from the college. So, I, I, I told myself that I would also want to follow the same path that they, um, they chartered. No? So, I, I I went back to San Beda to teach. Parang yung mga batchmates namin nagpapaunahan nga kami. Who amongst us will be the first lawyer professor in the legal management program? So luckily, I guess, isa naman ako sa mga nauna. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but, and for those who do not know, Attorney Diva, you're one of the first batches of the LM or the first batch of um, SBU's legal management. Yes. Um, yeah. Back in 2003, um, the College of Arts and Sciences opened up the, batch, the BS Legal Management Program. And we were also the ano, pioneer co-ed batch. Oh, in, So, um, yung mga senior years namin, lahat sila all boys. Tapos yung batch namin, kami yung very first co-ed batch to enter um, the College of Arts and Sciences. Yeah. And attorney, like, like what you said earlier po. Kasi we interviewed attorney Mike earlier then. Tapos sabi niya na unlike him daw kasi kasi his entry to the legal education profession is ano daw parang major accidental. But he believes now daw na some um, teachers na calling na talaga nila yon since they were young. So minention niya nga din po na uh, na he thinks na ikaw po isa doon sa mga may calling na talaga. And for the last question, attorney, you, you mentioned <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned po kanina na um, you started teaching now already after um, graduating or before entering law school. So and up to now, no, I think that's a long time already. Although bata pa naman yung attorney, but that's uh, a certain time span na rin po. So what? Why did you decide to have a career in teaching too? I mean. Teaching well because you also practice law and teaching while practicing is hard. I, I just can't imagine how hard that will be. But what drives you to stay up and teach six to nine p.m. and even spare some time for your JBLC moderator duties even after a long, exhausting, and tiring day? What is your driving force, Potter? Um, driving force. Um. Driving force or impetus, I really cannot uh, specifically pinpoint what my impetus is. I guess um, in response to that question, I simply um, do uh, I, I do it because I enjoy it and I love doing it. No, um, when you love what you do, things that are otherwise tasking would be easy. No, although of course. Um, teaching entails a lot of time, a lot of effort. You prepare your lesson plan. Before you proceed to class, you have to read as well, okay, to make sure that what you're teaching your students are correct, no? Um, yeah, um, I, I guess I'm in my element, no? I enjoy it. And um, 
for those legal management students who aspire to become a lawyer, you will later on realize that the legal profession isn't what isn't what you initially imagined it to be. It's not as glamorous. It entails a lot of job. It's more than wearing good clothes. It's more than you being able to drive a car or be in a in a in a office. No, um, there's a lot of hard work and. Uh, I mean, um, there's a lot of dirty work, no? Um, there's a lot of writing involved. There's a lot of researching involved. So it's not really a glamorous job, no? Siguro, um, pagka tumabal ka na sa profession, that's when it becomes more glamorous. But um, it's, 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 it's tasking. And for me, um, being able to go back to school, not just as a student, but as a lawyer professor, It it, it, it it brings me back that sense of idealism that I once had when I was still um, in the university no that there would there, there is always something um, better out there there is always something to be done for the greater common good and it's always fun to be around like-minded persons yung mga idealistic nating mga students And uh, yun, I'm, I, I simply find that I am in my element. Sabi nga ni Attorney Jam, one of my batchmates, um, um, you are really fitted to become a moderator book, sabi niya. Kasi um, you're in your element. It, it comes naturally to you. When you handle the organization, your sense of foresight. Sabi ko, I don't think um, inborn sa akin yun. Siguro a part of me, ano eh, merong, merong ano, merong... Uh, Um, sense of being in charge because I'm an eldest child, no. Pero yun nga, in response, what drives me, it's simply the fact that I enjoy what I'm doing, and I guess that applies to anything and everything that we are all doing in life, no. Um, don't venture into something that you do not enjoy doing. So even if it's tasking, if it if it's if it, it would even if it would entail a lot of um, time and effort. From your end, if you enjoy what you're doing, it's all worth it in the end. Wow, that's that's a good message. And for those who do not know, um, we yung sa EB, we meet with Attorney Bok weekly, and yah, <laughs> amazing lang talaga yung and his his very his mind is very creative and parang masang galing talaga when it comes to leading a certain group. And organizing us, so hopefully. Then, 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 GMC. Siguro then, ano ano? Um, siguro it's. Uh, I'd also like to share naren for 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 our yes, listeners fine. out there. Now, as 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 a legal management student, be able to expand your horizon. Siguro kaya rin ako ganon no as a moderator, and I have that thing in handling organizations. It's because I I really involved myself. With a lot of things, when I was in 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 the College of Arts and Sciences, mm-hmm. I was team captain of the debate team. I became member of the student council. I was a JBLC officer, and so these things prepared me um, in law school. And then until I reach my my uh, professional life, no, now that I'm I, I'm a department head of a legal uh, of a legal department in the company that I work for. So nakatulong yon, and I guess. Um, part and parcel of what I also extend to JBLC are the culmination of all of the things that I've learned. No, my involvement with organizations in, in inside and outside the campus, and of course, in in the professional sphere. That's why I would always say in JBLC, 
this is your professional organization and I wouldn't be settling for anything less, no? Um, because we need to be able to do things professionally because this is our preparation when we go out of um, the, the department and eventually become professionals. Okay. As, as much as we want to extend the time, but probably we will be having another episode with attorney um, Formeliaza because I know na nabitin kayo and we can learn so much from him. Pa. But thank you so much, attorney. And um, we pray that you and your family will be safe and See you on the next episode. Makakasama natin siya sa iba pang episodes natin. Thank you po, attorney. Okay, Thank you, Kim The new normal forced us to stay in our homes. The then normal activities like studying became online. Like many of you, I am not used to studying using PDFs or ebooks only, and I often find myself still buying physical books. But other than it may be expensive, going to the store is a risk. Good thing we can get the law books we need in the cheapest possible price and write to our doorstep through SurePass. To avail of the 100 peso discount, you can use the voucher code JBLC Podcast without space and in all capital letters. You can use this for your purchase. Good thing the second cycle is just around the corner, so if you need any new law books, you can just message them on Shopee. The online setup is tiring. After a long day of sitting on our desks, we deserve a good comfortable rest. Quality pillows are a must. Our sponsor for today will be giving away custom JBLC and the in-between podcast pillows to two lucky winners. To win, just send an email to podcast.jblc@gmail.com. Again, podcast.jblc@gmail.com with a message, thank you Kitley official. If you are one of the earliest to do so, the pillows will be shipped directly at your doorstep, all free of charge. You can find Kitly Official in different online platforms including Shopee. With us today is Professor Magdalena Hoxon former faculty member of the Languages Department of San Beda University, Manila. She has been with us or teaching in San Beda for so many years. And just this year, she retired from her professional teaching career. She naging kasangga at katuwang sa pagsusulong ng wikang Filipino sa Universidad ng San Beda. Isa sa mga mahuhusay na guro na tumayong pangalawang magulang ng hindi lang sa mga mag-aaral mula sa ating departamento, bagkus ganun na rin sa buong universidad. Sobrang kilalang kilala siya ng halos lahat ng tao sa San Beda. Interesting, di ba? Um, if you will recall, nung first year natin, <laughs> si Ma'am Hoxon talaga yung paulit-ulit nating naririnig na mula sa singers natin. Oh, kasi Ma'am Hoxon is, ano eh, she's the, bukod kay attorney HRL, siya yung, yung pinakaunang, isa sa mga pinakaunang prof na talagang dadaanan mo. Eh, kumbaga ka siya, Si Attorney HRL at si Ma'am Hoxon ay kasama sa integration ng isang pagiging isang tunay na bedista. Ah, no, kaya, kaya sabi nga, kung mayroon daw landmark cases, meron din tayong landmark professors. At isa na doon si Ma'am Hoxon na hindi talaga makakalimutan natin hanggang ngayon. So, uh, Ma'am, ano po, uh, for the longest time, no, sobrang dami nyo pong napagdaan ng batches ng legal management. And from old generation to new generation. So yung first question po na mula sa students, 
how would you compare the current or yung at least yung latest generation of the students that you have handled as compared to the previous generations po? Ano po kaya yung pros and cons ng ng generation namin para ma-correct din po namin if ever meron po? Ah, okay. Hindi. Uh, actually, no, baka akala yun, nabobola ko, no? Alam mo, pagka particular, pagka legma, polsa, yung mga hinawakan ko, no? Yung kayo, very aggressive kayo. No? At yung pagiging aggressive nyo, naglilid sa isang magandang purpose. Diba? Kaya nung, nung tuwa-tuwa ako, kaya nagsusupport ako doon sa ginagawa nyo na pinupuntahan nyo yung mga nakakulong, binibigyan nyo ng mga legal advice, pati yung sanitation nila, yung hygiene nila, tinutulungan nyo. Eh, ako naman, pag sinabing ganyan ng mga officers, Sige, okay lang, no problem. So, you are more aggressive, but in a manner na uh, to a positive, positive na mga outcome. Yung hinamahakan ko lately, lately, no, yung mga, alam mo na, ito kasi naka-online, medyo, medyo kahit alam ko, maraming magaling sa kanila. Mahusay. Mapaanong course, mapalegma. Yung legma, hinawakan ko din lahat eh. Yung mga second year ngayon, nahawakan ko din sila. Pati mga polsai. Maraming matalino sa kanila. Kaya lang, yung parang, parang hindi nila ito ino-all out. Hindi, kasi hindi mo rin sila masisi. Kasi hindi nila maipakita yung nakagaya ng face-to-face yung ginagawa nyo. They're doing their best. Kaya lang merong parang mga limitations because of the situation. No? Marami marunong, uh, palatanong nga sila, but academic-wise, wala akong problema sa inyo, masarap pa kayo pareho turuan kasi maraming mahuhusay, maraming nakakapag-layout ng kanilang mga naiisip, nararamdaman. No? Kaya natutuwa naman ako. Okay. And tama yan. No? Ma'am is one of the most firm na professors na kilala ko na if alam niya namang tama talaga yung isang bagay, parang hindi agad-agad siyang bibigay. And I think one of the most valuable lessons na natutunan ko sa university is yung, ano, lalo for mama, punctuality and diligence. Hindi hindi mawawala yan. Until oh. siguro hanggang pagtanda ko, if nag-work na ako, if may family na, hindi hindi ko makakalimutan yan. So thank you, ma'am. So Tristan, ikaw, meron ka pang questions for ma'am? Um, yeah, um, so ma'am, for the next question naman is, for your stay in San Beda University, Manila, um, were there any unique characteristics of LM students uh, that make them different from students of the other courses or universities? Ay, kasi I believe in individual differences, no? But sometimes merong, halimbawa, first sem, nahawakan ko, nandun siya sa course na to. Tapos bigla siyang nalipat ng ibang course. Alam mo naman, di ba, bakit nagaganon? Kasi sabi ko, good decision. Kasi at the start, alam mo, hindi mo kaya. Tapos makikita mo yung uniqueness niya. Nag-e-excel siya doon sa course na nilipatan niya. Ayan, ano, yung mga ganon. Tapos yun yung mga tutorial kong mga foreigner. Di ba, alam niyo naman yun, yung mga basketbolista. Talagang unique yun. Kakaiba, no? Nag-enjoy sila na, dinadala ko sila sa mga palengke, sa kantin. Dinadala ko sila doon, sila ola. Paano natutong mag-Pilipino yan? 
ang ginamit ko yung ano, yung tinuturo ko sa kanya yung communicative, yung, di ba, yung practical, dinadala ko sa library o paano ka manghihiram ng libro. Pinag-i-spend ako ng time Wednesday or Saturday. Oli kayo, sige, manghiram ka ng libro, pakikinggan so, kita. So, merong ano, basta naman ang estudyante, merong yung nabigyan mo ng phrase na purihan mo, lalo sila nagsisikap. So, ganun yung ginagawa ko na nalalaman ko ang bawat estudyante unique kasi may sarili-sariling identity, may sarili-sariling kapabilidad at talento na binigay ng Diyos sa atin, di ba? Kagaya nyo, ako kilala ko kayo lahat. Pero mo, Pilipino 1, 2, 3, ako umawa. Okay, so yun, no? And very close talaga si ma'am, especially sa ALM. Naalala ko nung first year. Ikaw, Tristan, di ba ALM ka? Uh, very ALM. Uh, ALM ako nun. Uh, I remember nun, ako yung laging, ano eh, ako yung laging pinapakuha ni ma'am ng uh, yung susi at saka yung remote <laughs> ng PC. Kasi 7.30 kami. Yeah. So, ako lagi. Kaya talaga naging close so, kami. Alam niya na yun. Di ba namili pa tayo nung sa ano? Sa ba tayo namili nun? Sa Landers? Opo, ma'am. Yung party ninyo, no? Si Dima o ma, hindi ko kasi naging advisory siya Opo, nun. Opo, eh. hindi ba, ma'am. Pero na-experience oh. ko po once sa McDonald's Mendiola. Nung libre po kayo sa amin. <laughs> Alam na, yun, nag-enjoy ako ng gano'n. Nahanap po. Tapaka ka, bakit kayak ng iyak? Oh, Nakuwag maintindihan ka. Punta tayo sa ano, sa gusto pumunta. Yung parang nire-relieve mo, no? Yun lang yung kaya ko kasing gawin. No? Na, maramdaman nila na maganda ang mag-aral. Uh, na beyond the four classrooms ko, kasama pa rin nila yung mga teachers po nila no, sa kanilang journey. And last question na po, ma'am. Um, since you are, um, sa guests po namin at least now, yung longest time po na nagtuturo, what do you think made you last that long? Uh, was it passion? What's the secret po for the students then who want to pursue education as a career in the future? Ano pong mapapayan niyo po sa kanila? Ay, ano... Ma, libreng mangarap, ituloy nila yung pangarap nila kasi ang unang magbe-benefit dyan sila. No? At uh, kumbaga, maging more studios, maging, ano, maging uh, adept sa mga nangyayari, kailangan may tatag ng loob kasi ibang-iba yung situation ngayon, di ba? No? Maging matatag ang loob. Ang, ang laging iisipin, kaya ko to. Lagi ko naman sinasabi sa inyo, positibo, kung mababa man ang nakuhang grade, be positive, challenge yan sa iyo na hindi mo dapat uh, hindi mo dapat panghinaan ng loob. Naniniwala ako kasi ang bawat ang bawat tao, ang bawat estudyante, ano man ang kurso, may kanya-kanyang kakanyahan, ability at kakayahan, no? Yung kakayahan niya, yung mga skills. Meron yan Walang walang estudyanteng bobo. Tandaan niyo 'yan. Ako hindi ako naniniwala sa salitang bobo. Maaring tamad lang o may problema lang kaya nagkakaganon, ano? Strive more and more and more. At higit sa lahat, huwag kakalimutan ng tumawag sa Panginoon. Lagi ko kayong sinasabi, oh, integration tayo. Vision, mission. Aral Benedictino. Siguro, doon hindi nyo ako talaga maliliputan. Kasi nagagalit ako pag walang integration. Ano? Kasi hanggang ngayon naman, ganun ang ginagawa ko sa mga estudyante. Later on, nare-realize nila. Siyempre, ganun. At the, at the start, ayaw nila. Pero later on, pag nagawa naman nila, 
at sinao, tignan nyo, kaya nyo. Ayan, no? Uh, yung challenge sa buhay, huwag kakalimutan. Part ng buhay yan. Hindi yan, hindi bibigay sa nyo yan, mahirap talagang maging estudyante. Mahirap maging estudyante, hindi ganun kadali. Okay, so strive more, pray more, ora et labora, at higit sa lahat, eto miski sa inyo, gusto kong iwanan to, no? Laging yung humility. Laging maging magpakumbaba. Ako yan ang paborito ko sa Aral Benedictino eh. Pagpapakumbaba. Kasi kahit sino ka man nakarating ka na sa taas, huwag mo kalimutan yung mga tao na naging bahagi. Hindi man nagkaroon sa'yo ng, ng contribution, pero naging bahagi ng pagiging estudyante mo. Mga kaklase mo, janitor, kwardya, mga staff, di ba? Hindi lang professor. Okay? Ayan pa. Thank you so much po, Ma'am Hoxon, na mahal na mahal ng buong San Beda University community. Salamat. Welcome back, everyone. And now for this part, we will be having one of the most loved professors of the Legal Management Department who have handled so many batches to introduce uh, our mother for this episode, may I call on Kleiza Andrina. Um, just like what Kim said, we have today our very own Attorney Harriet Reyes Linsangan of the Department of Legal Management. So Attorney Linsangan has been with us or has been teaching in San Beda University since 2008. So she handles law subjects such as introduction to law, obligations and contracts. We have also persons and family relations law. And if you would ask someone from our department about who we admire the most among all of our professors, Attorney Linsangan's name would always be the top choice. So once again, we have the mother of the LM, Attorney Linsangan. Hi, Attorney. Good afternoon po. Welcome. Hello. Hello, Hello Attorney. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for How having are... me. You're welcome, Attorney. How are you po? How are you coping or doing in this pandemic? Okay naman. Of course, it would really be better if uh, we're having face-to-face -face classes because you get to see the students face-to-face. -face. It's more exciting rather than just seeing them online. Siyempre, iba ang feeling, iba yung nahahawakan mo sila on a day-to-day -day basis. Hindi katulad dito na sa camera mo lang sila makikita. And sometimes, the there are connectivity issues. So, minsan narinig mo lang sila na hindi mo sila makita. So, ganun talaga, ano? Now, now attorney, we have, uh, we have prepared two questions for you for today. So, the first question is, what's the best thing about teaching? And, um, okay, that's the first question. What's the best thing about teaching? Well, for me, it's not really the best thing because for me, teaching is the only thing, right? I so love my teaching and I so love my students. I can't help uh, thinking about my students day in, day out. So I always try my best to think of ways in order to motivate my students. Because uh, for me, uh, when we go to school, especially when we are talking about first year uh, college students, right? There is that they, they have to make a great deal of adjustment uh, from when they were in high school and then now they have and even if they go through senior high 
under our new uh, academic setup, it's a great and a very, very uh, difficult journey adjusting in, uh, in, in, your, in college, right? So uh, I find teaching uh, more uh, challenging because uh, you have to deal with first-year students and then you have to be patient with them. But, but of course, while we acknowledge that this is a lot of work, it's 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 uh it's very very enjoyable so for me when i teach it, i'm not really teaching because we don't really teach in college so you, you know that you don't really teach college students because college students can already learn on their own so you are just there to guide them you're just there to facilitate the learning process and it's very very enjoyable and you get to add or you get to have a hand in molding them to become better students as they go up the ladder in their college years. Okay, attorney. And um, for those who do not know, attorney is a very positive person kasi, and parang nakakahawa and her positive um, outlook in life, it, it resonates with everyone. Tristan, ikaw, do you have any experiences with attorney Linsangan that is very unique na sa kanya mo lang talaga na experience? Unique? Um, well, I... Every day is a unique experience with Attorney Lensangan, to be honest. So you never really know what to expect um, when you're with her. It, you know, the, the classes with Attorney Lensangan, it's very light and it's very uh, chill. Pero nandung pa rin, syempre, yung, ano, yung kaba pag, di ba, tawagan na sa reset. But um, I think um, one of the unique experiences I have with Attorney is that, you know, she... she Regular, regularly checks up on her students, especially me. Lalo na pag, um, you know, um, the one thing I love about attorney is, you know, she always notices when there's something wrong with a student, when she knows that that student is is not in the mood and everything. So, yun yung talagang very unique experience ko with attorney na talagang, you know, she, she cares about her students in and outside of the classroom. Yeah. Ako, I can attest to that because I remember second semester. I don't know if Attorney Linsangan can still remember. Um, it was after uh, a breakup with me and my ex. And then I was really sad Ooh. at that point. And medyo magulo talaga yung... <laughs> medyo magulo yung parang I was confused kung paano ko gagawin yung sa academics kung ganun. And then I was really sad. Tapos, if you remember, diba dun sa CAS, ano, sa CAS library before yung Luma pa, merong dung window sa tabi ng fountain. Nakatingin lang ako, sabi ko, Ala ano na kayong mangyayari sa ano sa life ko sabi ko ganun. Tapos out of nowhere biglang tumatawag si Attorney Linsangan. Tapos when I picked up the phone, yun parang nangamusta na siya. So it feels like na parang she is parang beyond talaga of what a professor should do. And Attorney, why do you think na unlike some professors, why do you think na you have parang this type of compassion and care na super close with the students? I would not really call that compassion, especially if after you compute the grades, half your class fails. That is not really compassion. I would not really uh, uh, describe that as compassion, right? Yes. Um, so, so maybe because uh, it just so happens that I'm not just a professor. I'm not just a, uh, a lawyer. But I am also a mother. So there are some things that you will really uh, recognize uh, as a mother, right? So, and I, I just can't help but 
so when I notice something, especially if something is very disturbing, because as what I always tell my students, the, the eyes are the windows to your soul, right? Sometimes you can tell all sorts of lies, but your eyes will never lie. And sometimes you see that, right? You see a student communicating to you, asking for help, but uh, although he is speechless and he wants to, to shut out the world, right? So he wants to be isolated, but he is crying for help. Sometimes you see that through the eyes. So I hope I can see everyone through their eyes. But when, if I am given the opportunity to notice, then I cannot let it pass. Because uh, I believe that uh, in teaching, as I always also stress to my students, learning the course content is, is, is nothing compared to motivating your students and impressing upon them the importance of education uh, in your life, right? And it is always, always very uh, important to stress in every student that when we go to school and when we study, we know and we are taught, we are taught that our studies should be prioritized, but it does not mean that our studies uh, is our only life. Right, because we need to study, we need to work hard because we need to become better persons for the people that we love when the time comes. But our studies and our work, even in the future, will not be our only life, right? So we need to strike a balance always in everything. And uh, as students, in that stage of your life, your priority is your studies, right? But you, you need to have a life. Hindi naman puro aral ng aral lang tayo kasi kahit marami tayong natutunan, kung depressed naman tayo because we cannot resolve our personal conflicts, then what we have studied will will be useless, right? So, sometimes ganun yung tingin ko sa mga bata. That is why I react so Okay po, attorney. And in relation, kasi you have mentioned na um, in the study of law, kasi sometimes it's very hard to be mentally prepared or mentally ready to face whatever it is that the professor will say or the anxiety that you feel, for example, as a recitation. And uh, something that puzzles me, and I'm sure even other people, is how you approach um, the teaching of law. Because as compared to other professors, or at least on what we heard from the, the students in law school na how professors, most of the professors teach law is very notorious and very scary and nakakatakot na parang sobrang masungit sila, ganon. And, but um, among others, no, Attorney Linsangan is one of the professors na parang medyo iba talaga yung approach. It's more calm, it's more kind, if I may say. Um, but... Um, why do you think, Attorney, that that is your approach as compared to what is traditionally known to be a very aggressive type of teaching done in law school or by other law professors? Oh, because I am very blessed because I teach only first-year students. Probably if I were teaching in the higher years, it would not really be the case because I consider myself like a GRO in a nightclub, right? Siyempre, kailangan mabait ka sa lahat ng customer. Unang beses pa lang darating yan. Diba? Magiging suki yung mga yan. Siyempre, bago maging suki yan, eh, 
pa-impress ka muna, di ba? Para they will not leave you. So, my my objective really is is to make students feel at home. And you cannot make them feel at home if you will terrorize them because they will not even finish the semester. They will leave San Beda. And if they leave San Beda, I won't have anybody in my home, right? And I want as many people in my home so I can enjoy my home because even if you have a house without people in it that you can love, it's, it will never become a home. It will always be a house. And I consider San Beda my home. So in the legal management department, I love, my, uh, I love my position in the first year because I get to be that person who will entertain newcomers and who will make them feel that this is their home. So after they finish in the first year, when they feel that they, they have made San Beda their home, then they make it the responsibility to defend their fortress. And that is beyond me already. Pagdating nila ng second year, third year, fourth year, kahit na pagapangin sila sa hirap ng mga professor, i-terrorize sila ng mga professor, then they will refuse to leave because they have considered it their home. Mar- malaki na ang investment nila, di ba? Marami na silang mga, mga pinaayos. Pinaayos na yung banyo, pinapalitan yung tiles, tapos biglang aalis ka, di ba? So, Siyempre, pag matalay ng investment mo, apa, hindi ka na basta-basta aalis dyan, makikipaglaban ka na talaga. Pero kung first year ka pa lang, kakarating mo pa lang, tapos nakita mo yung kasama mo sa bahay, ang sungit, kung magiging masaya dito, aalis ka na kagad, maghahanap ka ng ibang bahay. So, ganun lang naman ang story doon. Pero, hindi naman yun dahil si Attorney Linsangan lang, di ba? If they, if they place a different person in first year, that person would probably do the same thing, right? Yeah. I know, I guess very, I know, I think I, I really agree with the attorney because I remember nung first year, parang one month nata akong absent nun. <laughs> and, and wala ako sa law classes. And sobrang takot na takot akong pumasok nun kasi nga, it's my first law class ever and I was worried na baka ako yung i-terrorize ng prof kasi nga and two weeks ako absent ganito but then you know attorney din saan was really nice about it and and I, it, that really stuck to me so um ayun po attorney so moving on um one of one of the things that we wanted to ask is um were there any instances or was there like any fleeting moment where you know you thought that you know maybe this this profession isn't really not anymore for you or was there ever a regret that you pursued this this profession that you thought that maybe you you could have done something different or something more uh, you are talking about the teaching profession right yes yes well i never even thought that i'd be in the teaching profession but when I started teaching in 2008, because uh, uh, the, the department chair then was attorney, uh, before attorney Jen, it was, hala, senior moments yata ako, attorney Kichi Sumilong, okay? So she was my former office mate in when, when I was working with the Supreme Court. So she knew that uh, I was not working at that time, and she asked me if uh, I was willing to work as part-time faculty member since she did not have professors teaching in the morning, right? So when I started teaching, I realized then that I so enjoyed uh, 
teaching. And uh, as I went along with uh, my teaching, I enjoyed it more. In fact, uh, sometimes uh, when I was uh, just like you and I was still trying to adjust in, uh, in my teaching, minsan tutulog ako, hindi ako inaabot ako mga apat na oras lang. So parang pagod ka kasi you were preparing your materials. And then, and then when you went to school, the students came in. Para bang lahat ng pagod mo nawawala. It's like, I feel like a low, bat, low battery charge phone na pag nakita ko yung mga students ko, parang overcharge ako. And then I just feel, I, I just feel uh, tired when I already arrived home after school. So, I really so much enjoy teaching and if I am going to regret, the only thing that I will probably regret about teaching if, is if life will not allow me to teach so many more years from now, right? Because I really want to grow old teaching. That's what I really want to do. That's where I'm happy. So I hope I will be, I will still continue to be given that opportunity. That's a beautiful answer, attorney. And really, really hope that a lot of students can experience the teaching, the way of teaching and the care of attorney Lensangan. And attorney, for the final part, do you have any um, statements that you would want to say to our audience today who are the students of the department? Well, of course, I'm not sure if I haven't said anything that they have not heard yet. In fact, even if they don't want to hear it, I just keep on saying it every day. Nagsasawa na nga ang mga bata, di ba? So as I always say, now when we come to school, the reason why we come to school is because, and the reason why we have chosen San Beda, is because San Beda para sa atin is special, it's different. The training is really different compared to other schools. Otherwise, you, have, you would have chosen another school and not San Beda. Uh, to learn from, right? So, but kahit naman saan school ka pumunta, whichever educational institution that you choose, considering your objective in going to an educational institution, the ultimate objective is to learn. And if you want to become a lawyer, the nearest to your final objective is passing the bar examinations. That is why even, on, even as we start our uh, learning journey, our objective every day should always be to work hard. And it should be our objective to consistently work hard. And not only once, twice a week, once in every semester, but every day. We make consistent hard work a daily routine, right? And we accept it because... Um, Kung hindi natin matanggap na para tayo dito at kailangan natin magsakripisyos, we can enjoy a lot of benefits in life, then we will always feel lethargic, we will always feel regretful that we are here. But if we focus on our real objective and we acknowledge our responsibilities, we become accountable every day, then we will be happy workers, right? So this, this, this principle... Or this outlook does not apply only while we are students because we will be continuing this as we face our different fields of endeavor. So it is very important to start good and always to end good because it will always end good. 
you start with. Right? So, yun lang ang parati kong sinasabi sa bata. Because the only way that you are going to survive anything, anything at all, any task at all, is when you have a great sense of responsibility and when you have that self-discipline to achieve anything, anything, even those things that you did just yesterday, you could not do, right? So, it is always about believing in ourselves and making sure that we accomplish anything that comes our way. Okay? So, yun lang naman. Yun lang. Okay, thank you so much, attorney. And up to this day, if narinig ko talaga yung mga advices ni attorney, nagkaka-chills talaga ako. And parang... Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Buhay pa ako, nagkaka-chills ka na. Zahir <laughs> <laughs> attorney, thank you so much for being with us today. And it's a great honor to have you Um, as part of the pilot episode of this podcast. Thank you so much, Father Nee. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for staying with us until the end of this episode. And this is the In Between Podcast, and we will see you on the next episode.